Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to episode 361 of The Virtual Couch. I am your host, Tony Overbay. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified mindful habit coach, writer, speaker, husband, father of four, and creator of the Path Back, an online pornography recovery program that is helping people reclaim their lives, doing more things that they want to do other than turning to any unhealthy coping mechanism for that matter. So if you want to learn more, go to pathbackrecovery.com. I will still have the, the links to Waking Up to Narcissism, the premium podcast, go to TonyOverbay.com, sign up for the newsletter to find out more, and also Murder on the Couch. Go look at that trailer. It is in the, the link to the YouTube video of the trailer with my daughter Sydney and I, which is True Crime Meets meets Therapy, is also in the show notes. And uh, go find me on Instagram. It's TonyOverbay underscore LMFT. And do you TikTok? I don't even know if that's a phrase, but if you are on TikTok, go find me at Virtual Couch on TikTok. I have been able to do a lot of just answering questions or just some mental health thoughts. And that is a pretty fun forum to be able to get those messages out there. So go find me at Virtual Couch on TikTok. And at this point, I think I've talked about everything from narcissism to marriage to relationships to addiction. And that will continue to happen because it is just a fun way to get get a mental health message out there in a really quick uh, and easy fashion. Let's get to today's episode. I, I really am excited about this one. And I know I've said before, I don't think I would do an episode if I wasn't very excited. So I know that can sound like a broken record. But let me tell you about today's guest. I am talking with Camila Smith, and she is a licensed clinical social worker. But she owns a private practice called Elation Wellness. And here's where things got really interesting because there are so many things that I love about the work that I get to do. And then there are the things that I don't know anything about in the world of therapy. And she, I feel like, uh, does those things. So she serves as clinical director to uh, Bright Strides, which is an equine and art therapy mental health nonprofit. So art therapy, I have no creative talent. And then equine are horses. And I'm afraid of them. She does these things that I know are very helpful and therapeutic in the therapy world but that I do not do and have no experience in. And uh, she's also an adjunct professor of sociology and psychology at the University of New Haven. So she's also a, uh, a teacher, which I am not teaching at any colleges. She's currently in the home stretch of completing her doctorate of health sciences and clinical nutrition. And today, let me just be right up front. We're talking about natural supplements that are targeted specifically to the things that we, that we all deal with, with our anxiety, with our depression, and then so full transparency 
Camila and I have traded several messages since I initially conducted this interview back in December. And what I can honestly say or, or report is that you're going to hear somebody who is going to share her origin story and that it's not just the origin story that happens to fit for the company that she's working with. And let me take you on my train of thought with that. I, I love a good origin story. It's one of the only things that I really enjoy about all the superhero movies. I love that first story to figure out how they became who they are. But I don't know if you are like me. I'll be on a website and I will go looking for a product. And then here comes the origin story. And I remember at one point I was looking at a knee brace when I had tore my meniscus. And one of the knee braces, I really liked the looks of it. And then the person had been overseas in, in Afghanistan and it had blown out a knee. And so then they had worked hard to figure out something that really worked for them. I love an origin story like that. I do. And or an example of I speak about faith journeys, faith crisis, uh, those sort of things a lot. And I'm working on a course right now on that. And why is because I've, I've been there. I've been through one of these journeys of faith and then come out on the other side and I've learned so much and just feel so much more connected with, uh, with myself and and, and my spirituality. So that I know that in my course, I'll tell about my own origin story there. But the thing that I feel like I am on the lookout for is, let me just give an example. I love the show Shark Tank. And sometimes I feel like when the sharks aren't going to invest in something, then it's almost as if the lights dim. They cue this very, very somber music. And then the only reason that the person is trying to sell the product that they are selling is because their late grandfather left them a sticky note, maybe that they found hidden in the barn that says their only dying wish was that they never had an opportunity to develop a new type of snack food that not only contained plant proteins, but also tasted great and came in a reusable bag. And I completely made that up, but I think you can see where I'm heading. So I love, love, love a good origin story when it is true, but when it feels forced, as they say on Shark Tank, I guess, for those reasons, I am out. So I feel like Camila is... True, speaking my language, uh, as a therapist, you're trying to help people, you're trying to meet them where they are in their life. And often what I wonder, and I will mention it, of course, in therapy, but as the impact of one's physical health on their mental health. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying this as I wonder as if I've never thought of this before, because I know that they impact each other, but to what degree? And, and if I'm going with my emotional baseline theory, where then it would only make sense that improving one's physical health really will set you up so that you can address more of the mental and emotional health issues. The reason I'm sharing all of this is that in the episode when Camila had reached out, that it was in essence a her people got a hold of my people. And I get a lot of requests for people to come on the podcast, but I saw that she was an LCSW, a licensed clinical social worker. I saw that she worked in these areas of art therapy and equine therapy, which I do not. And then I also saw that we were talking about a, a natural supplement. I'm kind of a supplement junkie in a sense. I think I've admitted that before as well. And then I feel like there is definitely a I don't know what I don't know about the role that the gut biome plays in mental health. And there is a lot that is coming out, not just lately, probably over the last few years that talk about the next great frontier in exploring mental health is actually your flora and fauna of your gut, your gut biome, probiotics and prebiotics. And so there's a part of me that really just wanted to talk to her for myself. She and this is where I think this has been fun back to this who she is and this origin story. She and I have traded a lot of messages about supplements. She'll follow up with me. Uh, let me just give you a little tiny glimpse of what I'm talking about. I had shared about my ADHD on the episode. And so then I had mentioned to her when we were trading some texts afterward that I also have this struggle with dry eyes. And I don't know anything about dry eyes. And I assume that this might be something that doesn't make sense 
when we're talking supplements. And I love that she said, I thought about dry eyes. And she said, let me be clear, this is not a medical diagnosis, but maybe a rule out, LOL. She said, low levels of zinc can cause dry eyes. Uh, the cornea is the tissue with the highest zinc concentration and is affected by zinc deficiency. Then she said, interestingly, research suggests a connection between an imbalance between copper and zinc, meaning too much copper in relation to zinc, and ADHD. And then I just, here's where you know that she is living this. She says, here's a cool way to test for zinc deficiency. And I just love this because I don't know if this sounds so cool. Maybe that's just to me, but you can tell she loves what she does. She says, hold a solution of aqueous zinc sulfate in your mouth and pay attention to the taste. An almost immediate, very bitter taste indicates adequate zinc. No taste from the solution indicates zinc deficiency. I have not tried that yet. I cannot lie. But then she gives me a list of some different supplements and other things to consider. And so I just love that. And then she texts me right after and says, I really hope you don't mind the long message. I get carried away with the science and information. So uh, Camila Smith, my guest today is absolutely the real deal. Yes, she is part of a company that would like to sell you supplements. And truth be told, I am using them myself. And they did give me a coupon code, which is Tony, T-O-N-Y, and then the number 3030. So my name and then the number 30. And you get a 30% discount for my listeners. And one thing I appreciate that she says at the very end is that if you are taking prescription medication, they keep that in mind. They aren't trying to talk you out of any medications that you are that are helping you or that you are working with your doctor about. And they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. So sales pitch complete. Uh, her website, which will be in the show notes, is join become, and that's B-E-K with the like king, O-M-E dot co, C-O. So that's uh, join, J-O-I-N, become dot co. And let's get to my interview with the Chief Clinical Officer of Become, uh, Camila Smith. Come on in, take a seat on the couch. So, Camila Smith, welcome to the virtual couch. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Okay, I am too. And I'm going to be just so honest. I am so just, I just want to sit back and listen. And I didn't prepare anything. I'm going to this blind because, you know, I talk often about we know what we know. So that means that we don't know what we don't know. And I want to know so much about gut health. I know that's like the future of mental health. I feel like I've had kind of tummy troubles my whole life. So I'm, I want you to teach me everything. And then when I looked up your background, I have to be honest, the things I think are so fascinating. I saw that you are also an equine and art therapy person. Nice. And those are absolutely two areas I know nothing about either. So, you know, I know you are bringing to me, I just want to sit back and hear all the things that I don't know that I don't even know. So is that, yes. uh, is that too much pressure? Not at all. <laughs> okay. So so jump in wherever you want. I'd love to know a little bit about sure. you, your background and then what we're talking about today. No problem. So I guess I'll start with a little bit of just who I am as a person okay. and where I'm at. So I'm a therapist and also a hypnotherapist, yoga teacher, art and equine. Okay. Clinical officer, adjunct professor, kind of all over. So I think if I had to sum it, I'm just a lover of learning. Okay. You know, I, and so going back to, I guess, the beginning with being a therapist, yeah. that for about five years of being in the field and working with clients, I became increasingly more uncomfortable with the approach. And not to say that there isn't, I still practice as a therapist. And I think, yeah. of course, when we talk about, you know, traditional treatment options of kind of thinking about our thoughts and how we might, our thoughts affect us. But I started to become, I had a lot of questions, um, mm -hmm. particularly because of my own experiences with anxiety. And it just didn't feel good, you know, yeah. to take the narrative of kind of like, well, if we change our thoughts, which we Absolutely. can, like, it's going to hear you, especially when I know what anxiety feels like in my body, right? Like yeah. I, I can't seem to will my way out of my heart racing. 
Yes. Right? Like, what is happening? I yeah. can't seem to change my stomach hurting or me having a headache just based on thought once it's already occurred. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started to have a lot more questions. And at that time, I worked at a clinic and we would get a lot of referrals from primary care. So from doctors and from the hospital. So there was a lot of overlap between kind of medical and mm-hmm. then mental health, but there was also a lot of separation. Right. So it was like, there was overlap in terms of referring back and forth, but there, yeah. there wasn't, you know, it's like there was just a huge disparity between the two. So I decided to go back to school and I got my doctorate in health sciences with a clinical wow. nutrition concentration. And what I learned just blew my mind, right? So I started not really knowing what to expect. I just wanted to learn more about the human body and how this all really affects our mental health and mm-hmm. Some of the things that I, I think that were most impactful to me was learning about, for example, the second brain, the HPA axis, kind of all the physiology that goes into anxiety disorders. Okay. So as I'm going through the program, you know, I had to work on a dissertation. So I decided to focus on anxiety. So my research was on the use of nutraceuticals, so natural remedies for yeah. anxiety disorders. And I compared all of the research to traditional treatments. So I looked at, you know, how does passion flower hold up against an SSRI or a benzodiazepine? Okay. So I looked at kind of the, the ones that we primarily amino acids, different herbs, and then compared them. And I'm a big nerd. So to me, it was great. I was learning so much. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And last year, you know, I'm sitting working on my dissertation and I have this hundred page document with tons of studies and I've spent years on it. And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do with this? Mm-hmm. You know, what I have, what I feel is good information to give out, but how do, what's the next part to this? So I am huge into kind of manifestation or creating our future. And I put on my vision board that I was going to somehow formulate this into a supplement. No idea how it was. Yeah. You know, at that point, just a thought. And fast forward to end of last year, I get a call, actually ties into the equine, from someone that I knew. We were both on the board members of a company for equine and art therapy. So she calls me and okay. she said, and it's been a couple of years since we spoke because of the pandemic, we had to shut down a lot of the programs, um, mm-hmm. the in-person programs. And she says, hey, I'm working on a project, thinking about starting this company with a co-founder. And I don't know, you just came to mind. I'm like, okay, I'm all ears. And, you know, she's like, we're thinking about a supplement for anxiety, all natural. Like, mm-hmm. I got it. So yeah. at that point, I had all my research. So we got together. And since then, you know, we, so I formulated, I, I grabbed pretty much my things for my research. And we formulated it into an actual supplement, which we tested. So right now I'm in, in a role of, um, and it's been amazing, right? So kind of still practicing as a therapist and then have transitioned into the startup world, the mental health startup. And it's been an incredible journey. So this is kind of where I'm at now. And so much of the focus going into the startup for me was how do I take everything that I've been learning, right? The things that I've learned about the way our brain works, but also our body, you know, our gut health. How does this all line up and how do we make this, you know, what can I provide? What can we come together? And a big piece of that is not only just the supplements, but education, right? So Yeah. Well, um, and Camilla, I love this because I didn't know. I mean, I really did think we were, I 
purposely didn't do too much research about what we were going to talk about. So, and maybe even just to kind of for my own listeners. So yeah, I assume we were going to be talking about just some probiotics or some gut health and how that affects the future around depression, anxiety. So, okay. So now going on my train of thought, it's funny because I was always going to be the non-medication therapist when I started, but then I started having people that really benefited from some medication. But meanwhile, I'm a bit of a supplement junkie. I'm an ultra marathon runner and I've been sponsored by a couple of different companies. And I realize at points they could send me anything. And if it's in a supplement form, I'm taking it and I'm aware of that. So then I jump into the role as a therapist and I used to be a cognitive behavioral therapist, just change your thoughts. But then I would run into, okay, but then there's a lot of time where that not only doesn't help, but it makes people feel worse because then they can't just decide to be happy. Right. So then I start doing all the trauma work with body keeps the score and you've got that visceral gut reaction and So even as I shift to acceptance and commitment therapy, which I love, which is like, oh, of course we have thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And then, you know, but am I fusing or hooking to this story that, you know, I'm not enough or whatever. But then it's funny that you're saying this because people would sometimes say, okay, but I I literally can't keep anything in my stomach and I can't go do this thing because I I don't have diarrhea or that sort of thing. And I would, I would make that I do too much humor, but I would say, okay, yeah, I, I guess we can't quite say, oh, I'm fusing to the story of I'm going to soil my pants. Like oh, that one's real. You know, that one's yeah, legitimate, one. right? Yeah. Then I start looking at anxiety more. And yeah, when somebody's in that fight or flight mode and I, on one of my podcasts, I talked about amygdala hijack. And you know, when you're in that mode, it's not a lot you can do. I mean, at that point. Yeah. And so it has to be all that stuff leading up to. So, all right. I like that we're going in a completely different direction than I thought. And then my other thought I just have to throw out there is I do find myself, I don't know if you remember in grad school where it was like you would get marks off if you didn't first ask the role play client of, did you get a medical evaluation? You know, yeah. And, yeah. and then in, in my own practice, I mean, we can go sometimes many sessions where all of a sudden I'm thinking, hey, yeah, have you had blood panel work done or do you really understand what's going on with your body? So, all right. So there's my big old dump. So now I'm excited. So now yeah. we're, yeah, go, go where yeah, we want to go. You know, to your point to the beginning. So actually in the formulation, we do have a probiotic mm-hmm. that we added into there. And, but, you know, aside from that, I think where I'm at now, it has been kind of a, a buildup of just a lot of the, you know, information that I've learned. But some of the things that to me was just mind blowing was having gone through grad school and, you know, training CBT and a lot of different trainings. That we never talked about a gut health, or mm-hmm. we never talked about the ENS system, right? So we have our brain, but then yeah, we have tell me about this because yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second okay. brain, which I I love this stuff. All right, so <laughs> we have a, what's considered a second brain, but it it really is believed to have been the first brain, meaning that it was developed kind of first. It was say, our brain has uh-huh. continued to develop. So the second brain. Um, lives in our stomach and it works off of a whole separate central nervous system. And it's called the enteric nervous system, the ENS system. Okay. What's really interesting is the ENS system. It's the system that starts from our, well, it starts from our esophagus and it works all the way down to our kind of like our pelvic area. So it runs all the way through. It actually runs through like our throat, our front torso down, and it sends information up and down and it connects to the base of our brain. So the ENS system can actually work independent. So meaning it doesn't necessarily need, if it was connected, if it had like a source of power, it could work completely on its own, which no other organ in the body can do that. It needs the central nervous system. So this could function completely independent. It has trillions of cells and it essentially, so it's in our gut. So when we talk about like gut feelings, right? Yeah. Uh, 
a lot of times we say, I don't feel good about that, right? I always kind of talk to my clients and I say, you know, feelings, where are they? We feel them in our gut, right? I've never felt a feeling in my brain. Like I've never mm-hmm. actually felt something and went, oh my God, I feel that right here, right? Like yeah. you feel it in our heart, you feel it in your, you know, your gut. Sometimes it travels all the way down. You might feel it in your hands or your hands are tingly or your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so the EMS system is this whole separate and it's in charge of helping us will digest food, but it's also a processing center, just like the brain. So it takes information, you know, let's say something scary happens. There's like a, uh, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. And it takes all of that, it processes, and then it sends signals, right? So when we think about mental health, for example, serotonin, right? Which mm-hmm. I would say is probably one of the better known neurotransmitters. So it's our food, mood, appetite, sleep, chemical. Yeah. So we tend to treat that through medications and think about that as our in our brain, right? But serotonin, 95% is actually made in our stomach. Only 5% is in our brain, which is very interesting. And that yeah. 95% that's in our stomach gets deposited into our blood platelets and it moves around our body. So our gut, you know, kind of takes information. It produces 95% of the chemical in charge for our mood. Wow. It uses it into our blood cells, essentially, and then sends it to the rest of our body. So only 5% is actually produced in our brain. Only 5% of that is like a brain chemical that then gets dispersed, right? Yeah. So when we talk about kind of the brain-gut connection, there's a direct connection. We have our brain, right? And then we have our gut, and they are in a straight, you know, it's kind of like a highway. Okay. Um, And in between that, we have the vagus nerve that goes... And it like sends signals up and down. And as I learned about this, it felt even more difficult to separate the two, right? Because they are, they work together. They're connected. And, you know, one system sends info to the other. And then to think about our main mood, you know, let's say chemical being produced in our gut, you know, made me kind of think about like, so this is why it's so important, right? For us to really address gut health. Mm. Uh, there's also been a lot of kind of more recent studies that are finding that some of the bacteria in our gut, they specifically found some for, I want to say individuals with dementia, they found a bacteria that usually lives in the gut. They found it in the brain and in the kind of the dental area of patients with dementia, which then suggests that bacteria from our gut travels all the way up into our brain and it can kind of colonize there, right? And start mm-hmm. to cause some of that inflammation. And so there's this little highway that, you know, all these bacteria kind of goes Yeah. Down. Well, it's funny, Camille, we're hitting on some pretty funny things that I had no idea that we would talk about. The dementia is the reason why I ultra run or because I take the supplements or I don't want to. Yeah. It's funny, I don't want to have that, you know, but I'm also aware, I'm also a fan of the expectation effect. And so I don't want to also continually yes. ruminate about it. So I try to bring awareness to that. But I've read a few things that talk about that plaque in the brain and then even the from flossing. I mean, so that's funny. I didn't put all those together that can really just looked at it as some of the signs or causes of dementia. So I didn't even think about that that may originate yeah. in the gut. Yeah. Yeah. There's like more recent studies, right? So we yeah. haven't, it's, and it's a theoretical, I mean, at this point, yeah. we know that the bacteria went from our gut to our brain and our mouth, right? So we're mm-hmm. assuming that it traveled yeah. <laughs> that way. Yeah, But there is a lot of kind of interesting research that's coming out here. And, you know, another thing that I also find really fascinating to kind of think about how 
food and thing, or just in general, toxins affect our mood is, so there's been, you know, leaky gut, right? We know that our our stomach has this lining. Um, However, our brain also has a lining and it's called the BBB, right? The blood brain barrier. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So the BBB is supposed to protect our brain. It's a little membrane that kind of expands. So it opens and closes and it lets certain molecules like into our brain, right? So transmitters and out. And it protects it. However, inflammation can actually start to kind of loosen those little entryways. So then we start to get toxins into our brain, our actual organ, that are not supposed to be there. So then our kind of just like leaky gut, we essentially, if we want to follow that terminology, we could experience leaky brain. Okay. Where, this is where I've heard this concept of when things cross the blood-brain yes, barrier. Is that what that exactly is? Exactly right. Okay. Yes. So as we start to get inflammation, you know, things that irritate, there's lining, the function. So it's supposed to, it's quite tight junctions, right? They're supposed to be kind of like open up just enough to only let certain molecules in. But as we start to kind of compromise that lining, our body starts to let a lot of other things in, right? And that's where we potentially are thinking about certain bacteria entering our brain, toxins, Mm-hmm. And we start to experience some of those cognitive things. Okay. So yeah. And when we think about our mental capacities, right? So much of that can be affected by the things that are crossing into our brain. And this is where like everything that goes into our body affects our brain, right? So it's not just our thoughts, but actual, whether it's bacteria, chemicals, toxins, food dyes, right? There's so many things that irritate. Like, for example, for ADHD, there's a, a lot of research out there that shows that a specific dye, it's a red dye. I don't remember the exact number, but there's a dye that has, you know, some correlation with ADHD because it's believed to cause some damage to the lightning, right? So then. Now I feel like you've been secretly stalking me because I talk often about my ADHD diagnosis in adulthood. And now I'm thinking, man, did I just guzzle this red dye as a kid? I mean, is that, you know, but, but I mean, this, it makes sense. So if it's crossing this blood brain barrier, when you mention that the cognitive decline that could happen because of. The toxins entering the brain. Okay. You can have coming in. And yeah. then even when we think about things kind of crossing or not, this is where nutrition like is so important, right? So for example, let me kind of try to make this as less geeky as possible. Okay. okay. Serotonin <laughs> is synthesized from an amino acid called tryptophan, right? So mm. our body cannot make tryptophan. We can only get it from outside sources. So tryptophan is found in chicken, turkey, dairy. The best example I can give is Thanksgiving, right? And I'll explain why Thanksgiving, right? Because well, it's funny. This is the one when you said that I thought, wait, is this the one, the turkey, and then you end yes. up falling asleep while you Sweetie, watch football yes. after? Okay. Yes. I did. Okay. Tell me more. Turns into serotonin and serotonin turns into melatonin. So that's, that's okay. a lot how it goes, right? So it's yeah, like, yeah. I just ate a lot of tryptophan. I had a lot of turkey, cheese, and, you know, pies. And then I'm feeling really good, serotonin, right? Like my mood is, oh, I feel great. And then that mood chemical turns into melatonin. So then we crash, right? And now we turn up. Yeah. So that's the progression of it. So tryptophan turns into serotonin, melatonin. But the only way that tryptophan can cross the blood-brain barrier is by glucose, right? Okay. So it, that's the transporter. So it needs glucose to cross. Mm. And glucose, so sugar, right? If our glucose levels are not balanced, then it's going to compromise our body's ability Mm. to transport. So my diet, let's say, has my glucose levels up and down, and I'm 
you know, it's going to impact how my body's able to digest all of those amino acids into my mood, you know, transmitter. So we think about, when we think about like the connection between mood and food, well, our main mood chemical comes from food. So if we don't tryptophan, we will not have enough serotonin. Our body needs tryptophan, right? So Mm. when we talk about how, and we, I think we all know this. I mean, I get definitely very happy with food, right? Like certain automatically feel good, right? It's like an instant release into our mood. Yeah. Um, So it's, this is where that connection, so the connection would be, you know, some foods like tryptophan are directly impact our brain chemicals. And then in the middle is our glucose. So then we need to make sure that we're eating food or that our body is balanced throughout the day so that we can actually digest properly. Okay. is where it all, you know, kind of comes together. And, And I still, for me at least for a while when I was that, the cognitive approach Focus very singular without thinking about, you know, how glucose, tryptophan, all of our dopamine, how all this impacts our body. And the reality, I'm also ADHD. Okay. I would, as much as I wanted to change certain things and I tried, it just was not happening. And once I got the appropriate treatment for it, everything changed, you know, for me. So it's, yeah, it's a very interesting place to be in like once you start to piece them all together and it's like wow well because then i can only imagine then yeah even when you have the data we still have all these deeply rutted neuropathways and we still you know so then if we don't continue to be perfect with now diets or supplements we can beat ourselves up and think what's wrong with me and so we but i love what you're saying i'm not great with analogies but one that popped into my head was it's almost like the maintenance on a car throughout a trip instead of versus maybe what we do as therapists is okay, you're here and your car is all beat to crap, but now I'll tell you what yeah. to do with the car and we probably yeah. could have taken care of it along the way. Exactly right. That's exactly yeah. how I, yeah. Because it's almost like in some ways, yeah, it's let's learn how to cope with, you know, what's going on, right? Let's learn how to feel better, have a perspective that doesn't harm you more, right? So mm-hmm. we work on how to change the narrative around our current circumstances, maybe our right. past ones. However, that doesn't necessarily direct, it does have some impact, right? Some, yes. Definitely does. However, if they're, you know, that's not going to change a lot of other factors, right? Yeah. Food. So it's, I do think we need all of it, right? Yes. I think it's a multi-pronged approach. Yeah. Um, our thoughts definitely impact, you know, our our body. So I don't think I want to discredit that completely. Yeah. And I don't hear that in you too, but I love what you're saying is it's almost like, okay, with an acceptance of we can only work with what we can work with right now. Now, what can we also start to add to maybe help with that work? And exactly. that would be through, I mean, certain supplements. And uh, I want to make the joke that, okay, so I guess we do need to eat better. Is that what we're... <laughs> we do. <laughs> okay. All right. I maybe we'll listen. Yeah. Because you sound like you know what you're talking about. So then where do you go next with that? And now, because I know you are involved with the company. That's where I found your information yeah. and the supplements. Do you feel like if somebody was going to start somewhere, and so would it be adding a couple of... Like, how do you decide or know what is best for you from food to yeah. supplements to all those sort of things. So this is where I think having a team of trusted providers uh-huh. is so important. There are certain, for example, nutritional deficiencies that are important to know mm. because it can mirror mental health. We know, for example, that there is a deficiency in B vitamins is almost 100% mirrors the same as neuropsychiatric disorders. 
So it, just someone that had the deficiency in B vitamins can have the same exact symptoms as an individual with, let's say, depression, anxiety, right? Mm. So I always, you know, kind of recommend let's cover all of our bases, right? So making sure that we're getting our lab works to see how our body is doing, right? Of Mm. course, on that end. And then kind of, you know, I think taking inventory of we all have different schedules. We Mm. have different lives. Sometimes it's thinking about taking an honest look, you know, and I think that our body is designed to know in some regard what it needs, right? Sometimes. We might find ourselves like, I'm thirsty, or I want something sweet, or I want something salty. Yeah. I'm really hungry. So starting to kind of tune into what messages are our body giving us, you know, and it's, I honestly, I think it's tricky to say, so like, where do we start? I guess my first to make this first step would be taking inventory without judgment, right? Yes. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Where okay. am I at? You know, yeah. how do I feel about hydration. Do I feel and so I'm, you know, hydrated properly? Does my body feel good? Kind of listening. Okay. Yes, it does. All right. How am I doing with fruits and veggies? Do I feel like I'm having, you know, a good amount, good serving? Yes or no. Okay. How am I feeling about exercise? So kind of what is it? The six doctors? Well, of course, I'm only going to remember like three. It's water, sun, air, exercise, rest, and a lot more. Five out of six is good. I mean, wait, yeah, right? I'm getting there. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. Well, and I like what you're saying too. Maybe if we put our therapist hats on too, I mean, and it's okay, non judgmental, accountable. What are we pretending not to know? Because I know I get plenty of clients that will say, I barely eat, I put on all this weight. And then if we even can just say, man, I hear you. And what would it look like to even just track things for a few days, non judgmental? And people find out, oh, I, I don't drink much water. I'm not really eating much fruit. I do binge more on things than I thought, you know, that sort of thing. Yes. So I like what we're saying. Yes, so maybe it's like a, we yeah. that mood diary, right? Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. similar to mood diary, except maybe it's more like a lifestyle diary. Yeah. yeah. How often am I drinking water? What's it? Just looking at what does my average day look like? Mm-hmm. And based on recommendations, you know, kind of standard recommendations that we have about nutrition, Mm-hmm. hydration, exercise, you know, where do I fall with that? Then seeking the appropriate support. So if I'm feeling like I could use more exercise, right, then maybe that's where I focus and mm-hmm. I might get an accountability buddy or go to yeah. a, um, get a trainer if I need motivation or if I'm feeling like food is the area, right? So and I think that's where therapy can be such a powerful yeah. tool to have that person to help kind of be that guide. Control. I'm here with yeah, you. That yeah, that yeah. area. Yeah. Like, Okay, let's, you know, make sure that we're accessing all of these mm-hmm. um, individual supports. And I also do think that as a therapist, that's where for us to have that awareness of how important every area is, yeah. right? And yeah. that we all need to work together to achieve, you know, kind of optimal health. I like that. All right. So that makes a lot of sense. So first is kind of being honest with yourself and tracking some things and see where you're maybe deficient. And then from yeah. there, then, I mean, honestly, let's do, I'm absolutely fine with it. Let's plug because I'm on your website too. Now that I really see where we're going, there is a thing that says, get my personalized plan. At what yeah. level of detail does that go into? Yeah. So we have, so Become is the company right there okay. founded. And currently we have a base pack. So yeah, it's a little pack and it has all the supplements. You take it every day. However, we do offer a personalized option. Which means that I work one on one with people and we then give a recommendation for supplements completely based on their symptoms, right? So we're looking at, you know, we have different screening options. So let's say some individuals with anxiety. So our primary focus is anxiety. 
Some individuals have anxiety and trouble sleeping. Some people have anxiety and sleep well, right? So someone with anxiety and trouble sleeping, we might look at supplements that kind of promote sleep and relaxation at night. Someone that has anxiety and headaches, for example, let's say lemon ball is a really, really great supplement for headaches, stomach aches, and anxiety. So if somebody says, hey, yeah, I just wake up with this headache and then my stomach hurts and then my heart's racing, you know, we might want to add in. Um, so our base packs, for example, right now does not include lemon balm, but then no. we would want to add that, right? So the personalized plan is a consultation where I kind of, I talk to people and see where we think they might land if we think that the base pack would be, you know, best for them. And it also comes along with recommendations for certain foods. So it's where I work one-on-one with people to screen and see how are you doing? And there's certain assessment tools, how are you doing with food, how are you doing with this, yeah. and then and where we can start to plug in some changes to boost some of those nutrients that are needed for okay. our mood. Yeah. And then do you feel like it's one of those where it does, just like anything, does take time? Do you find that people all of a sudden say, okay, I want this to make me feel better right away? Yeah. yeah I mean, I think that I would say a majority of health conscious, you know, individuals, mm-hmm. we probably have tried many different things, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I've already tried that. I've already tried that. Just tell me this is going to work, right? So yeah. there's like excitement for things to work because we've tried so many other things. When we ran the pilot study, we found that 91% of our trial participants, they reported uh, pretty significant changes in their symptoms within one week. Wow. And yeah, which is really exciting yeah. data. So, you know, 91% felt a difference within one week. When I formulated the supplements, I looked at both short-term and, you know, kind of long-term effects. And I was thinking about how with anxiety, we have SSRIs and we have benzos, right? So yeah. in benzo is more like in the, your Xanax, right? In the moment, yeah, I need something, my heart's racing, I need to, right? And then we have, let's say, our SSRIs that works long-term. long-term. To kind of, yeah. Why we need to be on them for at least two to three weeks to feel mm-hmm. a difference. So when I was formulating... I brought in specific ingredients that would have that effect. So for example, the supplement blend includes passion flower and theanine. So those are in the moment, you know, they okay. provide like daily relief. So when uh-huh. we take it, the theanine is going to help us to focus, give us energy. It's going to relax our body. Then we have, for example, magnesium glycinate and B6 that also have that effect, but they have more of a cumulative or probiotics, right? We don't take a probiotic one day and feel instantly better, we might actually not feel so good at the beginning. Your tummy mm-hmm. might feel a little off while your body's balancing out. Yeah. Uh, so the supplements, they are, people do actually find, a majority of people, I take them, do find relief immediately and then cumulative, right? So they feel good and then they start to kind of feel and sustain that progress because I wanted something that's not just right now, right? And then it's not really going to help us in the long term or it's going to have yeah. some negative effects. No, I love that. I mean, so combine that maybe even with some expectation effect or I'll even lean into a little placebo effect. I don't even care as long as it's going to head somebody down that right path. Yeah, no, that's exciting. So where do people go? And I can put links in the show notes. Yeah. I can, yeah, yeah. So the website is, it's join, well, www.join. So J-O-I-N. Um, mm-hmm. Become, become is with a K. So B-E-K-O-M-E. And then it's dot. Co. So it's join become with a K dot co, not dot com. And you know, one thing that I do want to say anybody that just has questions, yes. we we do have a complimentary 15-minute conversation with me. So anyone okay. that wants to say, hey, will this work for me? 
you know, I'm taking this medication or I've already taken this. I'm not sure. I do want to say it it can be taken with most medications as a Okay, oh, good point. Okay. Yeah. But if anyone, so that's completely just go on the website and it said book my consultation and, you know, it just connects us. You, it goes straight to my schedule. Um, and also we do have, so for me, this is such an area of passion. It's my baby, kind of took mm-hmm. all my, put it together. And it's something that I believe in really strongly. So we do have a 30, 30 day money back guarantee. So somebody tries it and it just doesn't work right within those 30 days. There's a 15 minute and then there's also the 30 minute consultation where we can hop on the phone and work together and see what else we can add, whether yeah. it's nutrition or just kind of emotional support. However, if it doesn't work, that's okay. You know, our bodies are different. We all respond differently. So there are, you know, I'm here to support as best as I can. And yeah. I love it. This was amazing. And I enjoyed this interview a lot. I feel like I, I've learned a lot. So thank you so much for coming on. Yes, you're and so then, uh, yeah, yeah. And maybe I, we can have you down the road to talk about how things are going, the more that you find, you know, what what else you find. Okay. Thank you. And I do just want to add, we're happy to offer a 30% off discount to any of your listeners. Perfect. Website and just type in Tony 30. It will go ahead and populate at 30%. I love it. I will share that all over the place then. Okay. So, you know, thank you so much for joining me today. Very welcome. Compressed emotions flying past. Our heads and out the other end The pressures of the daily grind It's wonderful Elastic waste and rubber ghost I'm floating past the midnight hour They push aside the things that matter most It's Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.